Hashtag she's your daddy's favorite. Hashtag I can be your Shiro baby. Hashtag that's what she said. And I'm here with the incomparable, the biter of the century. God damn. But still my partner in crime. The one, the only. The she shade jar coming to you for free, 99. It's your girl Layla E. <laughs> Hashtag unlocking all the good vibes. Hashtag I am not a biter. But I am a biter. And, um, of course, together we are bringing you the refreshingly problematic podcast. Bum, 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 bum. Oh, shoot. We finally got a dongle back. That could have that could have happened. Uh, not quick enough. Got to uh, be quicker than that. We got to be faster than that. Yeah. I know. Well, hey, y'all. We're here. You know what I'm saying? Shout out. New episode. New day. New year. New yep. you. New gear. Ow. New gear. Shout out to Melinda Monroe yeah. for the uh, sponsorship. They got us looking fresh to death. Uh, you can follow them on IG, Melanin Monroe CO. There's like Melanin Monroe Company. Uh, we'll link that in the bottom and, you know, we'll put that out for you guys. But shout out to Melanin Monroe. Uh, we're so excited to be a part of that. But yeah, how you feeling, sis? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. We just had a great, it's a beautiful day in Houston, you know. Beautiful day. We need more of these days. But I know. Yeah. It's a really chill, relaxed day. You got your sexy, raspy voice going. I'm really trying to get rid of it. Why? I'm tired. Why? I've had a long day. They've been working me like a Hebrew slave, y'all. I'm so tired, and I'm trying to, like, jump out of it. Can you still say Hebrew slave? Is that politically correct? Probably not. <laughs> oh, okay, my bad. I mean, which I wanted to say, they're working me like an American slave. Anyway, I mean, that's all of us. <laughs> but I'm trying to get rid of this raspy voice. I'm so tired. Anyway, no, that's, but hey. here I am, sounding like a late night radio show host. Oh, yeah, sexy. I mean, it's, it sounds like a really great intro to an R&B album, to be honest with you. Hey, girl, let me talk to you. <laughs> I know you was thinking that we was cheating on you. Say you going out for a big gulp. Girl, you don't come back with no gulp. <laughs> Shout out to Martin. That's one of my favorite episodes. The Jodeci episode is one of my favorite Martin episodes. Knickknack, Pedrack, Give a Dog a Ball. <laughs> Martin. Shout out to Martin. Oh my God. Shout out to oh, Jodeci. Jodeci was one of the first tapes. That I ever owned. Like, my mom went. Mama, no? My mom went and bought that tape for me, y'all. And I, till this day, am trying to be like, why did you buy that tape for me, man? She bought, because she probably didn't know the content. My mom also bought R. Kelly 12 Play for me as well. Did she know what the music was I have about? no idea. Uh, shout out to shout out to Mama Shook. I don't know if she knew, but she bought both of those for me. And here we are today. But the funny thing is, like, I was obsessed with Jodeci in the way of, like, my third grade first day of school outfit. Mm -hmm. I dressed like Jodeci. I wanted, like, I had to go get uh, combat boots. Like, I didn't have Doc Martens in third grade, but I had black combat boots. I had these oversized baggy shorts. Like, it was a whole thing for me. They to match with it. Listen, it was a whole Listen. thing. I was dressed down. You can't tell me shit, okay? It was a thing. But anyway, so yeah, so I love Jodeci, because you know why? Why? Because that was back when people used to make R&B songs. Mm. And, you know, they used to talk about love. Okay. And they used to care about you, and niggas used to, even if they talked about sex, it was in such a loving way that it made you want to give it up. So you're saying they were smooth. 
to get the draws off. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying lie to them, make it sound fly to them. It was a season. And I gotta be lying though. Why couldn't they really mean what they said? Did you hear, I mean, did you hear the story of Casey and Mary Jo Blige? Like, Casey is a whole nigga, please. Okay, allegedly. We'll say that to protect us and liability of this show. Casey was a whole ass crackhead out here, sis. Sure was. Now, that's not an alleged. (laughs) So, you know what I'm saying? Nah, them niggas was, and you know, they had all the groupies. It was a crazy life lifestyle and all the things i don't think the only niggas that might not have been lying was like boys to men they i believe square. boys to men i absolutely believe they seem square a i love me a square guy give me a square man in a minute square man with some swag <laughs> yes sir I, I appreciate that um because it seems like the square dudes out there would actually you know love you you know be kind be sweet they're squares. <laughs> I don't want no square nigga. I mean, I think I don't have a square nigga. I don't know. I think it's it's depend it depends on everybody. Some people might look at my husband and be like, You do to have a square ass nigga. Well, I'd be like, he not square. He, square. he a full circle. See, people want you to believe that being square is negative, right? There's a negative connotation with being called square. I've been called square. No, it is a life. Life. But it's not that bad. Are you trying to repurpose it or something? Like, oh, being no, square, we're going to make being square cool. No, I think being square isn't always um, something negative. I really don't. Like, what is it? It could be like you're straight laced. You just, you know... You're not re- rebelling and doing everything else. I don't think it's really that bad. <laughs> okay. Am I trying? Yeah. I'm trying to make it's hip to be a square. Hip. So hip to, so hip to be a square. What 80s movie was that shit in? But, okay. I mean, you got a sense. If you want a square man, hey, shout out. If you a square nigga out there, you have a chance with Layla. There you go. Oh, now you know. Shoot your I shot. Okay, with some swag. Square, okay. square niggas, come shoot your shot. Put on that. Uh, what she like? She like when y'all wear them them outfits, them matching tennis shoes. So get you a, <laughs> get you a color coordinating outfit. Get Where you some, is my she? Get you some animals. Oh, get you a color coordinated outfit, my G, and you have a chance with my cause. She is with it. Oh my god. Get you I one of them shirts that look like body says your shit snap between the legs, and she gonna be with you. That is not true. That is Get not true. Get you some of them God. jeans with all them zippers on it. What's that shit called? The oh, Mavisus? That is horrible. She's some of them Mavisus jeans. I said a man with some swag. You are describing the complete opposite of what I like. I think that's what you... Oh, I'm sorry. Get you a pair of Tim's and she coming with you. Oh. <laughs> you got, Shout out to everybody if you get, in New York. If you get up on a pair of Tim's, summer, winter, fall, spring, feet <laughs> sweating in a hundred degree weather, she coming with you. Oh, yeah. And definitely say dead ass when you meet her. Say my, say my dead ass. Say I ain't even. That gonna, means I like old New York men. Say I ain't New even York gonna hold you. Nowadays. Say I ain't even gonna hold you. Say oh God. No, I don't. You're, oh, you're all French Montana me. Make sure you say you're and you'll be good. You'll Shout be good. out to my twin. Anyway, so okay, so let me ask you then. So because you okay, so then because R and B niggas today don't know they got all the swag in the world. They be out here. Talking, you is that what you want? Like the R&B, R&B of today or R&B of the old? R&B of the old. Wow. I have a thing for 90s looks and just swag. I'm talking about the music. They didn't try too hard. The music, yeah, including their style. Let me put all of that in one. Um, what? Okay, so what are one of your favorite R&B groups that today will still get you excited? Oh, it's it's all kinds. Like, but I mean, like, I'm still waiting for a Joe to see reunion. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Dalvin, what is it? Who, who's on crack still and needs to get off? <laughs> God, dog. All of them. Yeah, Devontae, can you please get sober? If KCS can get sober and be singing for Jesus, why can't we get oh, Devontae? Is that now? Yeah, is girl. gospel singer? Oh, yes, man. I didn't know that. His voice sounds good, too. The Lord is restored that, it. Is that the one that was on top of somebody's head, the security guard's head? That's KC. Oh, yeah. Eating the chicken when he got the chicken off somebody's plate? <laughs> oh, my God. We were yeah, we we were at the, we were at a show in Houston. It was Sis, it was Drew Hill and Jodeci when we first started dating years ago, and we saw him do that live. He does that at like he was doing that at all his shows. He would jump on the security guard back and walk uh, through the crowd. Somebody's mm-hmm. balls in the back of your neck. The KC's like, balls to be exact. Like you signed up to be the guy where the guy's balls is on your neck while you are going through a crowd of women. Hey, yes. Uh. But so anyway, so yeah, Jodeci, who that's that's me, um, which is kind of weird because then I'm like, I so if Jodeci was my jam, then I always like, 
I always like Bad Boys because they was probably the baddest R and B boys. They were. Then, well, well, yeah. Then they, Bobby Brown, separate. Yeah. Yeah, Bobby Brown was as an individual. Individuals, they, that's that's one thing. <laughs> but as a group, Jodeci was probably they were the Bad Boys of R and B. That was their their vibe. Um. Well, for me, I I like Jodeci and I loved H Town. Yes, but their music will take over my uh, playlist. But if I actually had to pick like a group that I was really just vibing with the whole the whole entire time, it's Drew Hill. Really? I love Drew Hill. Five steps. <laughs> Eternity. You know, hey, I love really? Yeah, and I wasn't attracted to any of them. I just loved them all. Them, <laughs> Jagged Edge, 112. I love Jagged my, Edge. I don't think I, the weird thing is, I don't think I'd go see Jagged Edge in concert. You ever had that kind of song where you just like their music enough, but you wouldn't go out of their way? Like, I don't know if I want to see Jagged Edge in concert, but oh, I do I like their them. music. I love their music. I love it. I mean, there's some people that I don't care to see in concert. I just appreciate their music for what it is. Who only got one song? Uh, I'm sorry, y'all. The producer, you. Oh, sound. oh, song sound. I'm sorry, y'all. Oh. <laughs> you talking about the Jagged Edge? Jagged Edge. He's saying Jagged Edge. I love like them all. I, I promise. I like a lot of their B side. Uh, is it really like you to take a cab or a bus trying to get to where I'm at? Cause you love me. We end up making love. Tell me what you wanna do. Okay, that's that my like, jam. I love everything about them. I never like next. Next was never. Oh my god! And the little dude was talking about a boner the whole time. And I just discovered that two years ago. Shoot. That's so gross. I, I was like, wait, this? He's that kid. He's talking about a boner, sir. If you don't get your hard, yo, your penis the is erect, brother. Back in the day, guys would really dance up on you with they thing out. That was a thing at T Town. I was shot. I never danced again. <laughs> I never did. I was 18. First big club. This is a true story. When I have someone I know now. <laughs> yeah. Say more. Say more. So you remember how T-Town, you walk in and yeah. they had their own rooms. They had a yeah, karaoke, had a karaoke room. room. You go to the main room. floor. Upstairs so was the, the bounce room. Floor okay, the main floor downstairs. downstairs. So I'm going and we're dancing. And you know, usually when you go with girls, you kind of accidentally do like a circular thing. Nobody gets in your circle. Like we, we girls, ladies, and I, we just jamming. But y'all booties was back, your backs was out of the circle? No. So y'all was facing inward, so your asses was unprotected. No, probably were. Okay. Now, this is the thing. If a guy is getting behind you, you know, you can't just automatically turn behind and just be like, look, you got to look at your friend and be like, is it okay? Like, is he cute? So one of my friends looked at me, and I looked at her, and she was, he was cute. And I was like, oh, I still feel uncomfortable, you know, suffering from no ass at all. So I'm just like, why is this guy behind me? And next thing you know, I'm like, what is this? I reached back, and it was his bare penis. Wait, wait, out of the pants? Out of his pants. He had it through the boxer hole. <laughs> what is happening? Why? I mean, it could have been Macaroni Tony back in the day. I'm playing, no, I, I'm, I'm just playing. But he he was an older what gentleman. What kind of pants were you wearing? Because I'm just trying to figure out, like, I like... I would think like denim burn. Like you can't just have your bare pants. Like what if I spill a drink on your shit? Like zipper cutting the, right. the you know. The I'm shaft. just pull it out through this hole a little bit. Yeah. Because my friend, she looked down and when she went like that, I was like, "What's going on?" And I felt it, and he did it, and I got really mad. And because then I was so scared to make other people mad, I was just like, "Oh my god." And I pushed him and just walked away. My friends were laughing. Was he able to like stuff it back in, or did you push him? I'm just like, I don't even know. Just I don't even know, sis. I'm I'm stressed. So yeah, I am stressed. It's, that it's, shit never happened to me. To next for doing that. T-Town, shout out to you, club that I missed. That was one of some of my favorite memories. T-Town is one of my favorite clubs. So you ain't but I had also, that experience. I also never had the bare dick experience at T-Town. So and if now. I, not that they told me about the uh, T-Town has never been one of those things. So, you know what I'm saying? you're from Houston, shout out to you for knowing where T-Town is. That was the spot back That's how day. you know either if you listen to this, you are age, you young, or you old. That's how you know oh. wherever you fit in the uh, T-Town world. 
I got like two good years of T Town before they. I was never old enough to drink in T Town before a club. Yeah, right. Yeah. T Town was out for a while, and I think we got the ending. Yeah, we got it. the the yeah. band. No, it shout out, make shout make out to you, New Orleans niggas who came through and shut everything down in Houston with your five hundred four rooms. I'm looking at you, Coco Loco. I love Coco Loco. I love it too. And so them new, them new, the, them, the New Orleans niggas came and shut it down. That was my first zero interview. Was at Coco Loco. He walked in with a full length um, fur coat That's and a hot him. day in Coco Loco. Right. So yeah. So I didn't mess with Nicks, and now I have even more reason. I never liked them. I never like because butter love. I, was, I don't even I, remember that. You don't remember you got that butter love. The bit, bit. I don't remember the words, but it was an acronym, and I the acronym was silly, and it just pissed me off. No. So I never mess with next. Oh, oh, that R and B group helped me. Mm, mm. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Ruffins. Ruffins. Oh, Ruffins. I love Ruffins. I do love Ruffins. No more shopping sprees. No but that's yours was someone to love. Someone to love you all the world. Whoever's listening to this, y'all like, God, dog, so these bitches sorry. are not saying. Yeah, I am so stop. sorry. We're going to stop. We <laughs> yeah, we are, we are murdering them. excited to talk about R&B. But meanwhile. It didn't meanwhile. But yes, I did love all of that. And see, so like, yeah, you think about like a jagged edge, like someone to love you. So I don't really, not, I'm sorry, rough hands. So I don't really listen to a lot of R&B now because I feel like R&B singers now either talk about weed they talk about like weed, sex, weed. Uh, Wait, say say the artist like Janae Aiko. Janae Aiko, Ty Dollar Sign. I love Ty Dollar Sign, but you love it don't never be like uh who is. Let me say my favorite R and B singer currently is Eric Bellinger. I love Eric Bellinger. He now, that's is like real R and B. Eh, it is, but because Janae is more like pop, hip hop R and B. Yeah, but I think that's more of what sells now, like SZA. Your summer walkers, your uh, like all of yeah. them are that like like pop R and B, and it just be like they talk about more tragic shit, and then they I do mean, love, or even like if we put the love conversations on the men, you know what I'm saying? Like Bryson Tiller, like that's trap and B. I love Bryson. Tiller. I love Bryson Tiller, but he don't talk about H Town stuff. But I love it. Hey, Kirk Cobain should have did that project like yeah. they wanted him to what, fucking what, do where, it. Where'd you go? He wanted to rap, and we wanted that nigga to sing, and. Shout out to the Puerto Rican homie Kirk Baines. <laughs> Dominican, <laughs> whatever. Little Dominican Kirk. I didn't even know. I thought it was just like Kirk is from East Houston. So shout out to East Houston because I fucking love that side of the city. And East Houston never gets enough love. So shout out to Kirk because he's from East Houston. But yeah, so you got your Bryson Tillers. Bryson Tiller don't be rapping about loving nobody. I don't even know what that song is about. I, I love it though. I know everywhere. Really bad because I don't pay attention enough to lyrics in R and B than I would hip hop. But I don't really pay attention to lyrics as much. I just like the vibe it makes me feel. But you exactly. But the, when's the last time an R and B song made you feel like this man loves me? Keisha Cole. I'm just playing. Ooh. <laughs> what Keisha Cole song? Love. <laughs> Never knew. I wish I, I wish she loved to sing on key as much as she loved that nigga that she was singing oh about. Oh my god, that is so true. No, the last time an R and B game a, a song gave me the feels. Uh-huh. Oh gosh, sis, I'm gonna come back to you after this commercial <laughs> break because it, cause it's because they don't anymore. That's not really like R and my playlist. That's not like an R and B sound anymore. And so for me, I'm just like. I feel like we kind of shot ourselves in the foot mm-hmm. because I feel like as women, because women, I, I, unpopular opinion, women to me dictate the market in R&B. I, I absolutely agree. I uh, feel that women, women are dictated. Niggas only going to do what women allow them to do. So a man feels like, I feel like there was a time when a man had to be like, yeah, girl, I love you. Come and talk to me. I really want to meet you, girl. I really want to know your name. Like, you had to do that. Now it's just like, yeah, bitch, saw you in the club with my dick out. Like, two times. You know, the bitch is like, at least he honest. Like, 
like, please no, bring it, bring back to come and talk to me because I want to be lied to, lied to me. So I think I think <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want the bear dick. Oh god, that's so nasty. That was so nasty. It was so gross. And I don't remember exactly what I had on that night. Um. Okay, so anyway, yes, um, I, I agree um, a little bit with you. I just went through my listened music, and I'm like, damn, this isn't technically R&B. Janaeiko, I don't really consider, like, authentically R&B. Her, um, what's my girl, Tiana Taylor, isn't authentically R&B. God. So I'm like, God, dang, I really don't have anything recent. If I had to really go back and think of, a time or R&B made me feel a, a ways. It would probably have to be the early 2000s was the last time I really just felt something like either if it was a Kiki Wyatt or a Vine, you know, those were artists that sang to music. Soul Child, um, Case, a couple of songs from Case, definitely. The one with the Beyonce in the video. I like that song. I don't know. Oh, Happily Ever After. Yeah. I know I love me some Joe. Oh, God. And I have Joe's album in the car right now. Which one? My name is Joe? Yeah. I love my oh, name is Joe. Oh, God. Oh, my goodness. Hello. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But <laughs> I, I just feel like. And, and if you're younger listening to this podcast, I know that y'all feel like y'all have some like singers because you get your like Xavier Omar's, your like Givian, uh, who was the other guy that I like? I probably, I probably consider Bryson Tiller one of y'all's, uh, Division, they like Division, um, the guy who sings Permission, uh, oh, with your permission, what is that dude's name? Give me that green light, that's... Uh, you can let your hair hang down. That sounds gonna be stuck so in my So you know what's funny is that I don't think I really listen to new LMA, LMA right? What about LMA? LMA, LMA is R and B. LMA is R and B. But this is what she be talking about. She got a song out right you now got called Not a Second. Like not another love song. Shot clock. Like God, dog. Get up or get out. It's you know? a cold ass world. So yeah, I mean R and B has definitely changed. But do you feel that it has died? Um, man, yes, yes, R&B as we know it has not, I don't think, see, like, I don't think what we call R&B today really should be called R&B, like, I don't think that's, I the, agree, I don't think that's the correct title for what your Tiana Taylors, your Janae Eichos, like, I don't think that's what they're doing, yeah, I like they trap and lane. Uh, what did I used to call it, we, we had a, oh, softcore rap, that's what I call it. I feel like it's so that's hardcore R&B. I got a whole playlist dedicated to all these people called softcore rap. <laughs> she got her gold link. Brent Fiaz is on there. I you got her. Even though I think her can't really sing, her you have uh, she's super talented. You got Dreezy, the Mini Prince, um, uh, Etta Bond, uh, Chloe and Hallie, eh. D Smoke, Sir. Like yeah, so all of those guys like Jacquez, TK, uh, so, Travis. So then at the end Georgia of the day, Smith. I feel like. What were our parents or grandparents calling the temptations? Doom. R&B. R&B. Yeah, I guess you say. So when you go from that kind of R&B to then freak me, baby. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the evolution of R&B has gotten um, very explicit, shall I say. But in... To be in our defense as youngsters, our parents' uh, day, well, they was talking about some really nasty things just put in a completely different way that you had to understand. Like what? Like there were layers to it. <laughs> what? Um, there are a lot of songs out there. Though. The one that comes the most recent, like Electric Slide, I had no idea that was about a vibrator. This is Electric Slide. I thought it was a damn dance. Excuse me? Wait, where is it? You didn't drop a bomb. What are you talking about? Electric slide was a, is about a vibrator. And I never knew that. Never knew that. And people, a lot of people I didn't know this, it. to be fair, I don't know a lot of black people who actually listen to the electric slide song. I don't know how to do the dance. Electric slide. I don't, I don't never hear that one. As much as I hear the Harlem Shuffle tastes like candy. Do, 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 do. Yeah, whatever. That is funny. I don't really hear the electric slide. I don't hear that one. That is hilarious. But, okay, 
Well, here's the thing. Maybe I'm going like, wrong. Name the three dances we do at every barbecue. You do Something the hard electric. shuffle, the electric slide. That's what it so is. Then getting it. it wrong. Maybe you're getting it wrong about the vibrator part. No, I mean, no, no. It was, she's like, it's definitely about a vibrator. It is. It was a it was a pocket rocket. That's what it was for sure. Those come in handy, guys, traveling. But yeah, I just think that R&B needs to find a place. I think that R&B is a lot more open to exploring, you know, the different textures that we have in, in love. And how did we get to that point? A lot of R&B is self-destructing in a way. You think of all the Mary J. Blige songs out there. I'm the going Cole, there. All that, they're all heartbreak. Brandy, Monica. It's like everyone is freaking hurt. And we don't really have a lot of songs that are talking about the love and the beginning of bringing up people. I was like, it's the it one that is number the one. R&B's rhythm and blues. I mean, it is the blues, my right. team. Damn. That, it mean, is. That's okay. part of the ex, the human experience. Which it I is. would be fine with that. But I mean, for every one of those artists, you you said, now let's be fair, they did have a fair amount of love songs. Y'all just don't like Mary J. Blige when she happy. Remember y'all said, y'all don't, don't. Want, y'all don't want happy Mary. It's me. Yeah. I'm we. No more drama we want that she tried she tried to have y'all in this dancery and y'all y'all didn't want to come to the dancery okay <laughs> with the dancery y'all didn't want to come to it y'all wanted y'all wanted coked up casey slap me up mary j blige you know my favorite mary j blige so mad at you right now <laughs> why are you mad at me you know my favorite mary j blige song is she said it's your child and it really messed me up. That's legit. I remember that. And I don't, I, I remember it very fast. That's my song right there. Oh, my God. Uh, but, but anyway. Okay, so so going back to what you but, brought up was that you rather have the love songs that were kind of lying and making you feel good about yourself than the ones that are up front talk about bend over, touch your toes. Yeah, like, uh, I mean, it's just too much because the rappers is telling me to bend over, touch my toes. The R&B niggas are telling me to bend over, touch my toes. We listen to podcasts telling me every dance on TikTok. Got the bust it, bust it. Now you got the silhouette challenge. Like, who is who going to love me? God, dog. You see the girl in the wheelchair doing the silhouette challenge? <laughs> <laughs> I know. The fuck. I need to sit you that. She was, she was a thick young lady, and she started <laughs> off sitting on the wheelchair, and she's just looking at you, and you're like, wait a minute where in the hell is this going she just fall out the chair somebody had to get her out of the wheelchair to do the sexy poses so she was doing different sexy poses standing still because she can't move her leg that's cool that's better than the busting challenge i saw where a dude was going to do the busting and he just fell out his chair somebody had to pick him up oh that that sounds like my niece complete sidebar (laughs) anyway no but Anyhow, yeah, I just feel like who who's going to still sing about love? Like, I feel like this is such a loveless generation. Like, oh my god, yeah, everybody. It's so easy to find a song about heartbreak. It's so easy to find a song about when you're trying to get ready for your little side one night stand, whatever. Uh, nighttime is the right time situation. But remember how taboo that type of situation used to be? Remember how taboo, uh, it's morning. Like that song was so taboo. And when you found out as we lay was about her being with it, like somebody else, man, you were like, oh my God. Do you not know that? I feel like Layla is just now realizing mm-hmm. that as we lay is about. Bitch, this bitch, <laughs> it's the the, um, the, uh, the original side piece song. I am so mad that so many, oh, Sleeping in My Bed by Drew Hill. You definitely knew that song. was about. Because I saw the video. And it was and a bitch was at the end. With a woman. And my little seventh grade brain just could not comprehend that. And my seventh grade brain was like, oh, so she wasn't cheating. That's like her homegirl. Like, it never, it never happened for me. I was just like, oh, okay, well, good. He's, possessed. he's not cheating at all. She wasn't cheating. He was tripping. She's just hanging out with her homegirl. I didn't. I know. And we could probably do an entire episode of what we thought the song was about versus what we found right. out because there's a lot of music but you I didn't, didn't know not, with side chick anthems. So you did not know that As We Lay was about. Do I have to sit here and admit this? Yeah, part? you do. Okay, yes, I just find out right now. Or, uh, 
Oh my God. That's hilarious. I'm like, yo. Okay. Yeah. Just like I thought creep was a dance. I really didn't think that was about creeping. So I creep. I yeah, yeah, I just creeped it up. Man, I just wanted them sad ass pajamas. That's all I know. I wanted Man. them silky ass pajamas. Well, go to Fashion Nova. <laughs> Not that we would ever plug them. Anyhow. But yeah, so, but that used to be so taboo. Now you got songs like, uh, you take Monday, Friday. I just keep them on the weekend. Like, Wait a minute, y'all. Oh, that song is so disrespectful. See? But that's so as we lay for young bitches. It's the same thing. God damn. That's Scissor's edition version of as we lay. She might as well be uh, Shirley. Yo. Hello, Barbara. This is Shirley. You know what I'm saying? Hello, Summer. This is Scissor. Like, you might as well. It's the same difference. I don't know. I just feel, I, I if I had to bring back something from, you know, the old days into the new school version of R&B, is I want that back and forth, you know? Um, hey, Mr. B. How you doing, Mr. B? Really? What the hell? I want a whole goddamn show on a song. The only person who ever really did that was R. Kelly. So you want us to bring back R. Kelly? No further comment. Okay. I'll tell you. Y'all know what that means. No further comment. <laughs> You're still listening to R. Kelly and I'm not. He's a genius. He's a genius. Oh, and unfortunately, he has done horrible things. That make me, it makes it hard for me to enjoy his music. I'm a flirt, soon as I see you. Hey, <laughs> yo, girl, I'm, I'm not flirt. saying that when y'all aren't around, I'm still listening to R. Kelly music. That's what you're saying. <laughs> I would never say that. <laughs> the best of both. I'm not going to play with y'all. I'm not saying I still listen to R. Kelly music. I'm just saying I know that there are probably people out there. Um, you know what I'm saying? They have podcasts or whatever. They probably still listen to R. Kelly's music when y'all not looking. That's a shot fired. Where's my money for the she shade jar? Oh <laughs> <laughs> shit! It's a self inflicted gun. I like shot. the way you work it. Anyway, but so I do miss. I just think I guess I'm looking for the uh, lev, not levity, but the balance. I'm looking for the balance in the music. And I just wish. I just feel like I'm short on love songs. Let me tell you why I realized this. Okay, because, you know what I'm saying, here's a spoiler alert, bitch, I'm in love, right? And so, like, sometimes I'll be wanting to, like, I'll be thinking about what song really makes me smile or makes me happy and makes me, like, think about David. Mm -hmm. And it always is old music. It's very hard for me to find new music that makes me go, hmm, mm -hmm. that's about my honey. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't do that. They're very far in between, and I can't even think of an artist right now. But there there have been a couple that have yeah. slipped through the cracks. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. There are some that, that you know what I'm saying? But we don't make it popular enough. I was bought up, boot up. I was boot up. <laughs> Baby, da, da, da. Boot up. I was in there. Talented. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ella May, oh, I miss that train. I don't think she's that talented. But no, she's a writer, producer. She does all her own music. I think I'm, I'm a writer. Really, I'm going to be a producer. She ain't no her, but, you know, she get it her does her own instruments. But also, yeah. another thing that I will say when I'm talking about this is like, I, maybe like, okay, so did you listen to Jasmine Sullivan's Hotels? Yes, I did not listen to it enough, but I, as much as you probably have, but yes, I have. So, I mean, I haven't, okay, so I'm not finna say it, but like, oh my God, it's been on repeat, it's been on like nonstop, but I have listened to a fair amount of it. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, I like, Look at your search bar. I like with Banks. <laughs> oh, I've been listening to I've been listening to Ratchet City Girl shit for like all week, y'all. That's all another That's story. That's why her voice is raspy. It's what it is, probably because <laughs> I've been rapping all kinds of ignorant stuff in my car real loud. Oh my god! But I was listening to Hotels and I loved it. Um, but I also feel like Jasmine Sullivan is not like. I mean, she kind of ours. You know what I'm saying? Like she's not really a part of the new generation. Mm -hmm. She she is an older an older cat like cause she when did been in the game for a minute yeah like what 09 I need you bad probably was 08 09 07 08 okay so that's mm -hmm. been more than 10 years ago and then before that she was in Kindred Family Soul so she did that is. oh well they were a family group out of Philly and she did backgrounds mm -hmm. vocals for them and so yeah so she's been around for quite a while so I expect her voice like I expect her to be singing at the level that she's singing at but there was there was no song on hotels like and I guess it was called hotels for a reason there was no song on hotels that was like 
Oh, this is a love song. For the record, she's not saying hotels like motels. She's saying hotels. Okay. Just Hotel everybody, even in the Maria. Look up in the sky for the whole zone layer. Shout out to Risky Cereal and It, a gener- uh, uh, a journey through music with a Generation Xer that comes on All Real Radio on Saturdays from 10 p.m. until, and he plays all that shit. Because I was at the studio last night and he played Hotel. Happy birthday, Risky Cereal. Happy birthday. Happy belated birthday, Risky Cereal. Shout out to you. So he plays all that shit on Saturday nights because I was playing. I was like, do I still know the words, too? It's a whole wide world. That we're living in. Feminine, feminine. But I, I don't know I all the words. I still up every now and then, but Ludacris, that album was definitely something I But memorized. like, okay, so other side on Jasmine Sullivan's um, project. Oh, it's so good. I was yeah, like, let me see if I can that it's an R&B song, but it's not, it's not even about like finding love. She's like, I'm gonna give me a nigga. I'm gonna start me a business. She's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna get on my fitness. I'm gonna give me a ball play. <laughs> like it's not even about loving somebody. It's just like I'm starting to struggle. IG love songs. Like yes, and I feel like I feel like that is kind of the vibe. Um, and so the funny thing about um hotels is a lot of girls loved it. There's one song she has with uh, Ari Lennox where she is like dead ass talking about like. Oh yeah, yeah. Sit on it, and she is. And they talking about, and isn't it spit on it as well in the lyrics too? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a little wild. She's talking, I guess, from whole experience is essentially what the album is really discussing. And it's first of all, let me just politically say, you can't call everybody a hoe just because you date people. Don't mean you fucking everybody. Just because you do this, so. The hotels in itself um, may be one of those moments where we'll have, like, double standard. Like, like us as women, we can embrace the music. We can talk about it. But it ain't for y'all men to go ahead and start, you know, jacking and dri- uh, jiving all up in our songs and then say, oh, that's what hoes do. Okay. Did you say jacking and jiving? I did. I did. <laughs> that's some old shit. I did. You in here jacking and jiving. <laughs> like, jive turn. But <laughs> she is a New Jersey lady. What? But I, I I agree with you, though. Um, I mean, I think it, it speaks to when women talk about the whole phase. And that is like a like just a accepted terminology that we all go through a whole phase. And in her like hotels, like in her little uh, interlude, she has like stories from all these women. And like some of them are like talking about how... Um, how they feel assertive and like being sleeping with these niggas and you know there's like one part where it's like you know and it's my fault because you be sitting here telling these niggas this day uchi (laughs) i don't know why i feel weird about saying that word when we cuss so hard on this show all the time but it's like their kitty it's like and you telling these niggas it's theirs and it's not it's yours and i'm like oh it's like so you don't hit me right then that's when you say it (laughs) this yours say it say it's mine (laughs) okay that is hilarious i have no comment my mom might watch the show one day i'm a virgin Anyway, <laughs> why my husband look like that though? That's the worst part. But at the end though, there's this one chick who does like Amanda's tale. It's the last interlude, and so like I'm just play a little bit of it. And I, this one is the one where I'm like, see, y'all don't really want to admit it, but this is what the this is what the whole project it's is really about. That I can't just be confident and in, in being with one person that I got to look over my shoulder Looking at these girls on Instagram. And it's hard sometimes because I don't have all that, that they have. And sex has become my superpower. It's like sex is where I, I'm finding my work. You know, it's, that's the one thing that I know I can make you keep coming back there at the end of the day. Even if you don't really want me, I know you gonna want In that. In one way it's empowering and another way it's, it's sad. I feel moments of sadness knowing that, you know, just me alone and who I am is not enough. So I couldn't hear it all. 
So what was she essentially saying? So basically she's essentially saying, you don't have to go back and listen to the show, but basically she's essentially saying that I put sex out because I know that like these niggas might not want me, but they want the sex. Oh, and that, first skit. I hated that. <laughs> that was some bullshit. Yeah, niggas hated that because that's the truth. That truth, that truth hurts. <laughs> that's the one. And when I heard that, when I was like, and the fact that it was the last project, you can call me a conspiracy theorist if y'all want to. <laughs> y'all can say I'm reading too deep into it, but I really think that that was the point of the album. That at the end of the day, a lot of women often we understand that we trace sex for intimacy. We trade sex for time. We trade sex for a nigga's emotions. Like, yes, I will give you some in order to be healed, to be cared for, to be treated well, um, to be in this for this moment to feel like I am somebody or that a man cares about me. I'll trade sex for that. We barter with sex. And at the end of the day, we know that that is wrong and sex does not equal intimacy. And so when you're sitting there going through your whole phase, a lot of times that's what you're dealing with. The fact that you are bartering sex for intimacy damn i mean enjoy your whole face bitches i understand it and i probably would be able to you know really understand and feel where that's coming from i just you know eh, i haven't had my whole phase yet and i'm gonna say yet because i heard that when we get at a certain age our libido and everything goes skyrocket i don't know that may be me but I'm, I, I feel like I'm too afraid of intimacy and I'm too afraid of being close to anyone because I don't want to be hurt. So my wall has always been up. And that's something that I don't wish upon any of you youngsters out there. Um, y'all have your whole phase. I think. I don't, it, it think don't, okay. don't, don't be whole people. Stop being whole. Like I don't. I, I disagree with all of that shit. Go to therapy. <laughs> Go to fucking therapy. But Stop trying to you fuck y'all way out of your trauma. You don't think that people should have their little? No. People tell me that I should have been. Because there's no. There's no such fucking thing. Sex is the most. Intimate. intimate it is the closest thing like we have to stop trivializing sex that is just not true y'all can tell yourselves that and y'all can sit here and attempt to fuck your way around the world and detach your feelings but the fact that you would even give yourself to someone on that level just casually that speaks volumes about how you see yourself hard, man no fuck that no don't a uh, whole phase nigga go to therapy i uh trade a whole phase for therapy, whatever you were trying to fuck your way, your past, me, just go get it taken care of. I, look, I agree with you <laughs> because obviously I haven't had one, but when I have talked, I have a very close friend of mine who is very open and proud of her sexuality, and she talks about her whole phase. Whole phase is, is what she said. And I look at her, and I admire, I'm like, it's a weird way, like, I admire her for saying, I took the reins. I decided to take control of my body and I wanted to have sex for fun. I didn't want to have sex to ditch. It was like I was talking to my friend and I thought she was a guy for a minute, but it was like empowering in a way that she took the power and ain't nobody's going to make her feel bad about herself. And she's owning it. She was always safe, but she did what she wanted. And I just looked at her like, I could never. But here's I, the problem. Here's the problem with that for me is you took the power, sis. Where was the power? This is my pussy. This pussy is my is coochie. Power. This is this this is my body. So who took something from you that you felt like you needed to get your power back? That's what you need to go sit with Yama with. Because you always had the power unless I I have power over me unless somebody takes it. So if I need to take my power, who took the power from you? Let's talk about that. Was it your uncle when he touched you? Oh, Lord. Was it that nigga in high school when he was beating on you and having sex with you and your best friend? Was it that nigga in college? Who took your power? Ooh. That's the part. See, y'all don't want to have a real conversation. I'm going to talk to you, okay? I'm going to shoot it to you straight. <laughs> I'm going to shoot it to you straight. You know why? Oh, uh, Hove did God. that. So hopefully you won't have to go through that. Because I can see here. Because it's a bunch of people... <laughs> Let me know a little boosy status because it's a bunch of people <laughs> who are going to sit here and talk about that. And if you if you know she, if you know me, like I know you know me, people will be like, okay, she, well, you had a whole face. Like, yeah, nigga, I was struggling. I love myself. I'm old enough now to look back and be like, that wasn't fun, nigga. Niggas was trading sex for intimacy. Niggas wanted to be cared for. I didn't feel like there was anything. It was nothing positive came out of having a whole face. No. Okay. No. 
Just a bunch of, just a bunch of, let me tell you what, you know what came out of it? Just being in random places with weird niggas that I've been intimate with and my husband is present. And now I got to navigate through that. Because yeah. now I'm looking at the nigga that I was fucking, and now I'm here with my husband, and that nigga come up and be like, hey, what's good, how you doing? Yeah, and then I'm like, and they like telling my husband, yeah, you know, your wife, she's, she's a good lady, you know, she used to, we used to study. and I looking, happened before. Oh, yeah, that has I'm happened. the director. That's happened several times, several times. But why in the hell would they feel comfortable enough to? talk to your husband but, but what the problem is is they come and speak to me and it's like hello and you know what i'm saying like how are you and then i'm like oh hey how you doing this is my cousin or at the time my, my husband or at the time my, my boyfriend david oh and they nut up and be like i don't know how to explain my relationship with you because it's not like it's awkward now yeah because it's not like instead of just being like yeah we was friends they, they start stumbling over their words because they know what it was so it, it's weird because i'm used to people telling me oh yeah you should have been had a hope like people are making me feel bad for never having one at That's, my age. It's weird so that I you thought that I was, I had the bad end of the stick because I don't know. Lily, you are 26 years old uh, oh. in dog years or what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> Like, do you, are you really looking ahead in the future of your life thinking at some point looking forward, I'm going to casually have sex with lots of men? No. So then, like, for you to be like, I haven't had my whole phase yet. Like, the fact that you would even set your conversation up, like, as though that was something you were desiring or something to check off your list. Like, yeah, I got to buy a house. Yeah, I said I wanted to go to Belize. Oh, I got to get to my whole phase. It's more so that people roll their eyes when I say I don't, I never had one. So I'm like, okay. That's because you probably did. You just don't know what it was. Um, You you have never traded, you've never traded sex for intimacy not that not yes i okay. have with uh with a boyfriend at the time it, that's at how, the end of the relationship it, 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 and i didn't know it's so i was like let me put it down this, yeah, good, okay. this good time that was a whole so, phase a whole phase is trading sex for intimacy that's y'all can call it y'all can whether it's jumping on seven i don't agree with that y'all can, you can call it jumping that whether it boyfriend. be whether it be six or seven dicks whether it be when we talk about a whole phase what is a what does a hoe do Exchange sex, yes. For so it's a, just an exchange of sex for whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's a whole phase. Like let's 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 be clear about the language. But I also think that it's not for us to tell people what that whole phase is. Everyone has their own definition of a whole phase. It may be fucking three guys in one year, and they. So then, why would you not? So then, if you were exchanging sex for intimacy, why do you not consider it even with a boyfriend a whole phase? Because you have a definition in your mind of whole phase, and so you feel like it doesn't me, fit whole that. phase is, is, is your mindset and the number of partners. See, so, okay, so you feel like a whole phase has to be the number of partners. For me, it is. So, yeah. So, I mean, everybody could then, by that standard, everybody could deny a whole phase. Because it could be like, well, if you had sex with three, or, if you had sex with three niggas, oh, I had sex with... With six I niggas, think, oh, I had sick. You I know, just think whole phase has their own definitions for each person. It's different. And, you know, it's up for you. And for some people, they never have to explain it to nobody. You know, it is what it is. So Jordan whole phase. I had a Kobe whole phase. Bitch, I, you know, I got that my LeBron whole phase. And then I, you know, whatever. I had my Warren Moon whole phase. Anyway, that's an old reminder. Don't get it. Those are all numbers. All numbers yeah, okay, yeah, I like, so okay. the the bodies, the body, oh, yeah, count, your body count. But I don't know. I think R and B is missing some of that. Um, we need a lot no. more of the old school R and B that we had. Um, I should have had a whole show on home phases. Yeah, we probably we just have. got to the good part. Um, <laughs> we really did. Sorry, guys. That, yeah, that's totally fine. But um, I think R and B should definitely come back. Um, the in the old school kind of way, and I think we do have it, but we don't make it popular enough to be in the mainstream. So I would hope that we can bring some of that back. I don't mind R and B talking about sex, talking about hotels, and and all of that. But I mean, for me, I guess I have um, you know, a different type of appreciation for how R and B has kind of changed. It's not True. dead. It's just kind of evolved a little bit, you know. It's all about it's all about balance. It's all about balance. Balance. And so I, but I, I want y'all to bring back the days. Nigga, lie to me. Just lie to me. Lie to your girl. Lie to she. Make it sound fly to she. That's what I want. I just before oh, you lay me down. Anyway, real quick, we probably we gonna <laughs> so we, uh, we gonna run over just a little bit. But real quick before mm-hmm. we go, tell me what you feeling. 
what what's I'm going on today. in life in in pursuit of happiness oh true true let's do that real quick probably gonna take just a few seconds okay well why you oh stop. you got it oh no go ahead go okay ahead. so listen i don't usually do music usually i do shoes but this week i had an exceptional moment in music and i am really trying to be into uh ratchet female rappers <laughs> and so there was one who i was giving no play to because i hate her name i hate everything she's about oh god it's but, this, but it's absolutely not true uh shout out if she ever hears this i i'm just kidding i don't hate your name i get it it's clever i love everything you're about you like the Houston version of a city girl so shout out to Ken the man and fucking Ken the man I'm, I'm with it and so I, she has a song and I just like the way she raps yeah. and so I just love her he always do I love her he like you that bitch you that bitch that bitch rap She has an album called For My 304s, Ken the Man for My 304s. I feel like Ken the Man is like a female beat king, and I'm with that shit. Oh, my God. I love to see it. So shout out Ken the Man. I've been jamming you all week, sis, and I'm in fucking love, and I think it's crazy that your name is Ken the Man. That is so funny. Um, Well, for me, I'm not going to go music this time around, only because I can't find. It's an old reggae song, though. Don Carlos is cool. Um, But I tell you what I'm into that I blame on she Definitely Bling Empire was a dope, short little binge to watch on Netflix. So if you haven't seen it, you should see it. It's really funny. And um, big shout out to Wendy Williams, um, who had her biopic and her documentary. uh, Was it good? Was it better than that salt and pepper shit? Um, I didn't see salt and pepper, so I can't confirm or deny. I feel like the... Her biopic was rushed, but I liked her documentary, What a Mess. So big okay. shout out to Wendy. In the meantime, our shout outs are going to go to, again, Melanin Monroe. Ow. Ow. And um, again, join our Facebook group at a Refreshingly Problematic Podcast, where we do our weekly lives. We're doing giveaways for Melanin, Melanin Monroe merch with Refreshingly Problematic in inspiration here so again join our facebook group also if you want to check out where you want to listen to us and stream us go to refreshinglyproblematic.com get on there download stream tell your friends write some comments rate us and um of course if you want to follow me your girl layla e you can do that on instagram at layla underscore e one and i'm gonna throw it back to my girl she also, all right, guys, and don't forget, you can catch us on the premiere of all of our episodes on All Real Radio. You can download the All Real Radio app for free, um, or you can listen online at allrealradio.com. We come on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. just in time for your drive home. Uh, let us talk to you s- sweetly while you fight traffic hey, baby. to get home. Uh, shout out to the All Real Radio crew. Shout out to Trey Boo, Nation With No Flag. Shout out to Swing and Jazz Soldier, Left of Liberal, and All all the great shows going on over there. Community Afrofuturism. Yes. I'm trying to figure <laughs> out how to say that word, but they're a great show. Love those ladies. Uh, so, yeah, just love to the All Real Radio family. Don't forget, you can uh, follow us on IG at Refreshingly Problematic. And you can follow me on IG at She Period Landry. That's S-H-E period L-A-N-D-R-Y. And so, as usual, it's your girl, She Landry, here with... Your girl, Layla E., and we are bringing you the Refreshingly Problematic Podcast. Peace, sissy. When I go to New York, they want to hear Jay. When I go to L.A., they want to hear Jay.